Welcome to the 44th edition of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Maybe we'll call this the Eric Davis episode. I like it. The Pete Maravich. I don't want to put Adam Dunn in that category. We can call it. I'm okay with the Dunner. We just call it the Dunner. Oh, the Dunner. I like the Dunner. He's a he's a distant third as far as favorites of those three people I mentioned though for me. Very, very distant. <laughs> ah, very distant, no doubt about it. I am Adam Christopher Schmidt sitting next to me, Christopher James Witt. Chris Jim, how are you? Wonderful, my man. How are you today? I I'm excellent. I'm sorry I caught you in the middle of a swallow there. You're good. Um <laughs> All right, if you are uh, if you are watching on Facebook Live, we thank you as always. Aside from Facebook Live, though, we are on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Castbox, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play. If you use something called the Podcast app, we're on that as well. Uh, still working on iHeartRadio, another month uh, or so. Yeah, it's you have to be you have to have it on a certain website for two months. Uh, we'll be there end of March. End of March. That's we'll be winning awards next year on the iPod on the i on the iHeartRadio uh, podcast award show. That's excellent. Um, a new po- a new episode comes out every Thursday morning, early Thursday morning. So if you get up, hey, if you get up for work at two three in the morning, it's on there, buddy. Oh yeah, on Thursday no morning, no doubt. Um, except for YouTube, right? YouTube takes a little longer. YouTube's not till the next day. All right, don't worry about YouTube. Uh, listen to us on any other of those platforms. We've got a lot of stuff to do today. What do we got, brother? Uh, first and foremost, we have the Nosebleed Sports Podcast Greatest Nicknames in NBA History get Tournament. On, get on the face, get on the face tube, or not the face tube, the Facebook vote. Uh, we got an hour or two left on this tournament right now. Next poll's coming up uh, later tonight. What happened? Currently. We have our second upset in two weeks in the works. Number two. The mailman, the number 11 seed, the mailman at 61% is beating the logo. As he should. Is that right? Uh, I thought you were a big logo I'm a guy. huge logo fan, but I'll tell you what, I've been hearing a bunch of people talk about the, uh, I've been hearing a bunch of people talking about the mailman and about, you know, the mailman always delivers. Like, I, I'm kind of <laughs> digging that now. Although the logo, I mean, if you're the logo, let's be honest. Jerry West, literally, if your nickname is the logo, you are the NBA. That's, I voted for the logo, but I'm I'm okay with I'm okay with the mailman taking it. The logo's pretty special. The mailman's a good nickname too, uh, but it's 61% to 39% right now. Um, next week though, so you have like you said a, a couple hours to vote on this one. Next week we have the number seven seed, the Iceman, George Gervin. The Iceman. The Iceman versus the number ten seed, the Glove. I love, You're man, talking I t- about oh, that's, see, all-time I, great scorer versus all-time, all-time great defender. defender. I like that. I think I, I kind of like the Ice Man just because I'm a big Vanilla Ice fan. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I know. No, I think I'm definitely the Glove. And we're gonna come back to the Glove because I got I got a story for you today. Something that happened to me yesterday. We talk about crazy sports fans all the time when you go to games and how how crazy some of these cats are. I had one in a restaurant yesterday. My dude was killing me. We will touch on that. Um, but speaking of the glove, we uh, I saw him at All-Star Weekend uh, in the first row for all the festivities, Saturday yeah. night and yeah. uh, and Sunday for the game. Is um, he still part of the big three? The big three? The glove? Uh, what big three was he? 
Not the big three. Not the big three. What was it called? Yeah. Uh, what, you know, the three, the uh, ice, ice cubes, uh, three on three. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yes. He's, yeah, he's a coach. Yeah, he was a coach. So right. I, yeah, I, yeah, I was making sure. Is. I was he making is. sure. I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah. Might see Kobe Bean Bryant in that pretty soon. I'm excited for that. You get it. You can imagine this team. KG, Paul Pierce, Kobe Bryant. Unstoppable. Next year you add Dirk. No, Dirk's done, dude. Dirk, Dirk will, Dirk will retire from the NBA and be the oldest person in the in the three on three league. <laughs> All right. So speaking of the uh, the All Star Weekend, we had we talked about that a lot last week. That happened this past weekend. Um, let's just go general thoughts on All Star Weekend. Uh, I it, it was all right. Um, you know, I, I didn't see the game, although uh, my man, I know I know they came back from a little bit of a halftime deficit and won. Like I said, the game means nothing. Right. All that was was trying to get uh, – was trying to see you, – you got to see what the Lakers are going to look like uh, in about two years. Yep. Um, that was That's probably what I take away from All-Star Weekend, to get mm-hmm. to see the team I'm going to be rooting for in two, year, two years from now. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're definitely on all that. Um, I don't know. LeBron, Kyrie – uh, AD, uh, who we got here? LeBron, K, uh, and then Clay Thompson. Ben Simmons, Clay Thompson. Yep. So everybody on his team, pretty much. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure they're probably gonna uh, sign six All Stars to the Lakers uh, next year. I'm sure it's gonna happen. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, what about Saturday night? All so right, so have- Saturday night, you got the skills competition. You have the three point competition. You got the dunk competition. Dunk competition again underwhelming there was a there was one sweet dunk when the dude jumped over Shaq I mean that was that was legit he did have his hand on him but it didn't look like he really pushed off of Shaq so uh you know he he got up and over him and he didn't that that would that was the game winner I mean that's Mm -hmm. what won that's what won it so underwhelming again uh hasn't been a good dunk competition since uh Levine versus Gordon Mm -hmm. so but the three-point competition was fun they spread this thing out to 10 now. Dude, you got to get 25 to make it to the final round. Yes. That's fun. It used to be 18 to get you there. Yep. If you don't hit 25, you ain't making it. And uh, to see to, to see um, Steph go on the run at the end of that, that he went on, I think he hit his last nine, or, or I'm sorry, nine out of his last ten. If he would have hit his entire five out of five on the last rack, that place would have went nuts because it would have been won. tied. No, it would have been tied. Oh, it would have been tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have tied it. Because uh, he yep. lost by two, unbelievable! That was fun. Uh, that was the best part. It, that should be finalizing that week. And that should be the last one. The dunk competition should go before it. Yeah. In the dunk comp, there was only four cats in it. That took forever. Let me it was ask an you, hour and a half. Let me ask you this about the dunk contest. When you have a dunk, um, that when you have a guy trying to dunk and he misses, and he misses a second time, and he's the only he's only got three times. Yeah. But he misses the first two. And then he finally makes it on his third one. How do you score that? Do you treat it like, like okay, he did his dunk. I'm judging it on the dunk that he made, or do you do you take points away for him taking three times to do that to to complete the dunk? I don't I don't know, man. I I I they were talking the other night that you know if you if it's your third try, then you the highest you can get is an eight. You know they're trying to say stuff like that. That's what they think. You Shaq was bringing that up. He thinks that uh, I'm gonna. <sighs> that's tough. I I'm okay with it. I'm good. I, I think, I think the dunks that they have to do now 
are so difficult that it might take three tries. And if you hit it on the third one and it's still spectacular, I'm game. The problem is, is it doesn't bring the house down anymore. You do it on the third try, the yep. place is already down. Like, you missed two and everybody's sitting down now. The place yep. doesn't go crazy. You might go crazy, but everybody else doesn't. Uh, so, you're not going to get the score, I think, automatically. But I'm I'm okay with it. If somebody does something incredible, like a backflip and then dunks, and it takes them three tries, and they still do a backflip and dunk, I'm giving them a 10. Yeah, I, Way too I, many 10s, by the way. Yeah, also, I agree with that. Way too many 10s. I agree with that. Way, way too many 10s. Yeah, and I think I think if a guy takes more than one – you know, more than one chance to complete his dunk. I don't think you can get a 10. I, I don't. It, it, if it's like the most spectacular dunk ever made in the, in the competition, then okay, maybe a 10. But other than that, I don't think you can get one for me. I, so I'm with Shaq. I don't know that, that it has to be a, a high of eight, but I don't think you can get a 10. Because like you said, it That's really – I'm okay with that. It kind of ruins the competition. It, they, they gave out some 10s to some cats that had some – Pretty mediocre dunks. Yeah. Uh, so what if you jump over got, a teammate and dunk the ball yeah, the one-handed? Got a, who was it? Uh, who was it that got a fifty after after he jumps over Shaq? Um, next guy got a fifty for jumping over like one of the guys in Migos. That dude's like yeah, not even six foot. How do you get? How do you get a ten for that? Yeah. I don't know. It, it, yeah. It, the 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 dunk contest is kind of and all the judges judge differently. Everybody has a different opinion on how to judge it, and it's I don't know. It, it's just kind of it can be fun that dunk. I'm with you. Amadou Diallo won it in in his dunk jumping over Shaq, um, and putting his elbow in the rim. That was that was pretty cool. And there were a couple other dunks that were all right, but overall the dunk contest was a little bit disappointing as it usually is. Yeah. Um, and I'm with you. And, the, you know, the skills challenge was all right. Jason Tatum won that, and he had to come back twice because he was behind. He beat uh, Jokic when Jokic uh, missed his first shot at the end. Yeah. And Tatum came down and knocked his first one down. And then he made – that was pretty cool the way hey, he won threw, it. Hey, threw up a half-court shot to win it. I like that. That was, that was pretty impressive. They kept talking about throwing half-court shots up if you're behind. Throw it up. Just throw it up. Mm-hmm. Throw it up. And finally – Finally, uh, one went in. You're going to start seeing a lot of that. Anytime somebody's yeah. behind, they're just going to start throwing them up. Yep. But, I mean, the only difference is you miss. you got to go get your rebound. Or, no, you, no, don't. you don't. No, you don't. they you got know, a bucket of balls they, over yeah. the top. I'm thinking of <laughs> – they're not, they're not playing uh, knockout. No, um, it's definitely not knockout. <laughs> it's like soft toss. you just got a bucket of balls sitting That's next true. to you. That's true. You do have it up there. Um, so, anyway, okay. But the three-point contest was the coolest thing by far. It's the most – it's the it's the biggest skill – well, the skills challenge, I guess. But it's the most impressive skill to perform well in the three-point contest, I think. And my favorite moment of the entire weekend happened right before the three-point contest. Oh, so it wasn't J. Cole trying to dunk? It was not J. Cole trying to dunk. Um and it was not J. Cole at halftime of the uh, of, of the All-Star game, but it was – it started out – I know what your favorite part was. It, we all we all know that you got a new best friend, a new Twitter friend uh, on the tweet box. You and Mark Price yeah. are, are, you know, like a thing now. Mark Price, fan of the show, uh, comes on, watches us every, every Thanks, Wednesday Mark. night, then re-listens to it again Thursday morning mm-hmm. on every single platform. <laughs> So uh, we appreciate that, Mark. Uh, but yeah, Mark. Mark uh, replied to a tweet Adam threw out the other day. He liked it at Adam Schmidt forty four. And uh, next thing you know, my man, my man uh, is out on the uh, out on the court it helping was, 
Del Curry shoot some threes. Just a few days later. So that was it, it, was, it, it started kind of dumb. I was like, what are they doing here? They were setting up this thing where they talked to Del, uh, Steph, and Seth all together yep. and just talked about like three point shooting and how cool it is. It's, oh man, everybody in the family does it and whatever. And they were building it up to get Del Curry to shoot. Because he performed in two three-point contests when he was a player. They wanted to get him to shoot. So they had this whole thing planned out. And they were trying to like make it seem like a spur-of-the-moment thing. And it definitely wasn't. But So the setup was kind of dumb. But he surprised the heck out of me when he said, I'm going to bring three teammates out. Ray Allen, Mark Price, Glenn Love Rice. It. Hard-pressed to find better three-point shooters all time than those three guys. I was so excited. And yet so disappointed at the same time because <laughs> they guys were sucked. terrible. Everybody hit one, I think, except for Ray Allen, who I thought would have hit five and out of five. He didn't make a single one. He didn't. He didn't. Dell Del shot from the both the corners. He, he made two one, out of ten. He hit one on each corner. Yes. Glenn Rice. Did Glenn Rice hit two? He hit three, actually. I thought he only hit two. He I hit three. He hit two. Um, and then Mark Price hit one. Glenn Rice looked like he ate the greatest three-point that, shooter. <laughs> yeah, that was Reggie Miller. So that was, that, Re that was, that was Reggie long. Miller's, yeah. Um, Glenn Rice put on a couple. Mark Mark's put on a couple, but we've talked about that. I'm coaching him through it. Um, we're working on some uh, some diet and exercise he's routines. On, he's getting on the Adam diet? Uh, yeah. Skyline um, and ice cream? Ice cream, yeah. Um, now he's been on the Adam diet. He's getting <laughs> off of it. He's getting off of it now. Um Anyway, it was just really cool. As disappointing as it was to see their performance, it, it was so cool to see those guys come out and shoot again. Um, that was my favorite part was the legend shooting the three-pointers. Um, aside from that, the three-point contest, what stuck out to me, 10 guys, all really good three-point shooters. Joe Harris won it. Yeah. I don't know that anybody picked him. I he, think I think that was the one guy out of the 10 that not a soul picked. Probably not. To me, he has the sweetest stroke. He has the nicest shot of everybody that was in that contest. With Steph out there? Yes. He uh, has a better-looking shot than Steph does. Even I mean, Devin Booker's got one of the most pure jumpers he does in too. the world, too. He does, too. I don't know. I, I, I just feel like I just feel like his um, – Joe Harris's shot reminds me the most of Clay's, I think. Yeah. His uh, – I don't know, like his shoulders – his shoulders being level and square and his feet and his follow-through and his elbow and everything in your shot mechanics, I just felt like just looked the nicest. Well, that, and, I mean, that makes sense it. because he won. He did win. Um, and it was fun. It was really fun to watch because he went on a – on a great streak too, and um, Steph started off made like sixteen in a row or something like that. I thought he and was then definitely he missed, winning. The then thing. he missed like five in a row. That was yeah. Had to hit every ball on the last rack. That, I thought it was kind of fun. It was fun to watch. Uh, it was it was you know Steph gave made it a show. He gave it everything he had. But uh, yeah, in the end. Oh, and by the way. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty uh, pretty excited that we were pretty close about the who was going to win the skills competition. We both thought it was going to be either Trey Young or um, De'Aaron De Fox. Fox. And then they go against each other in the first round. Why but, are those dudes going against each other in the first round? I don't really like. They're stupid. Why? And then also, why is Ludacris and, and Carl Anthony Towns picking numbers to see who's up against each other. <laughs> I don't know. That was the goofiest thing I've ever seen in my life. There were some odd things from the All-Star Week. They try to blow it up and make it a huge, huge production. 
Um, and they do a pretty good job of it, but there are some odd things that and the Del Curry thing, <laughs> setting that whole thing up. Um, it was just, it was strange, but, um, overall I loved it. You know, you had the, the, the biggest highlight from the game was the Steph Curry bounce alley-oop to oh, uh, Giannis. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That was pretty impressive. That was ridiculous. Um, so I don't know. It was, it was fun. But now look, where the All-Star game is, you know, a lot of people think of it as the halfway point. Um, and we have – so looking at – we want to take a quick look at the playoff picture in the East and West um, and and talk about who we think may – now, mo- for the most part, the top four or five seeds are probably locks at this point, um, barring some major – you know, if, if uh, James Harden tears his ACL tomorrow – you know, Houston might fall out of the playoff picture, you know, right? Sure. And they're fifth right now. So, um, so looking at this, uh, you know, you got in the East, Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana, still hanging tough in the number three seed, even though they've been without Oladipo for a few weeks now, um, Boston, Philadelphia, number six is Brooklyn. This is where it kind of got, you expect those top five, I think to stay in number six, Brooklyn, number seven, Charlotte and number eight, Detroit. Uh, those are the ones to really keep a close eye on. You have <clears throat> Miami with the same record as Detroit, so I think Detroit must hold the um, the tiebreaker right now. So you got Miami and Orlando um, as players in the nine and ten spots right now who have opportunities. And by the way, Orlando has the second longest win streak right now in the NBA at five games. So if they've found some sort of magic elixir. Um, or, you know, they, they all started getting enough sleep or whatever they're doing now <laughs> to, uh, to go on this little, on this little streak, you know, they, they may be, uh, heading toward jumping over Detroit, uh, maybe even Charlotte, uh, to, to jump into the playoff picture. Um, are, is there going to be a team in the playoffs or two teams in the playoffs with losing records? Yes, probably. That's terrible. I mean, right now you're looking at uh, – yeah, right now you're looking at two. Seventh, seventh and eighth seeds are. Um, you know, Orlando, if they if they keep – if they stay hot, I guess they could, but they're five games under now after a five-game win streak. Um, and Detroit's 26-30, and 30, uh, same as Miami. So those are the – so Detroit's eight, Miami's nine, same record. Like I said, uh, if it comes down to a tiebreaker, I guess Detroit gets it, but – um, Orlando is is the 10th seed, and they're only a half game back of that eighth spot. So, but they have two two uh, teams to jump. So, I don't know. None of those teams impress me. No, no, honestly. no, no, no. So. no. You, from Brooklyn down, there's there's nobody that's impressive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I I do think uh, I I mean Miami's got a got got a chance. They they go on streaks all the time. Um, uh, that's the only one I see. That, to be honest, the bottom of that means nothing to me. It's all it's it's the top five teams, and that's it. And the Pacers somehow still in third with not a single superstar on their team. It's just unbelievable how they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, are we are we deciding who we think's coming out of the East or what are we doing right now? Um, who do you think? So of those of the let's say five teams in the la- in the six through ten spot. Ugh. Who are your three teams that make those last three spots? Uh, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Miami. Okay, so Miami jumps Detroit. Yeah, that's. I mean, who, to, I know, I know, but the, but you know what it does? It's not going to matter in the playoffs because all three of those teams are are going to get beat in the first round. But right. but 
what it does make for is exciting playoff atmosphere games in the last week of the season. Yeah, especially I mean you got you're going to have four teams vying for two or uh, uh, five teams vying for what three spots. Three spots. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. It's still exciting to me. You know, even though they're maybe not awesome teams, Brooklyn's actually kind of and they're missing two of their best players. Um, so I, Brooklyn might be one of those teams to really uh, look out for next year. Um, the East is starting to. It's starting to come around. I mean, the East is – Oh, there's no doubt the top half of the East is legit. I mean, between Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Philly. And I know Indy's up there, but I just can't put – without Victor Oladipo, I just can't – I can't see them going through a series of any sort, of any length, and being able to take care of any of these top teams. But, yeah, I mean, these are all legit teams that could be great in the West. So the whole where the West is superior and the West is the best and nobody could touch them, it's not like that anymore. These East teams, they're, they, they've they come they're, – they're here now. LeBron's gone and the rest, the, the rest pump jumped up, stepped yeah. up to the plate. Let me ask you this. Say Indiana stays in the three seed. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play one of the – Last, so if they're the three seed, they'll play the six. Yeah, so it'll be Brooklyn, Charlotte, whoever ends right up now. being. Does Indiana win a playoff series against one of those teams? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. no doubt in that. I just don't see. I don't see even him without winning, Oladipo. I don't see him winning a playoff series against one of the other top five teams. Okay, okay, that was my question. They All could. Right. They they don't. They can't match up with Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, or Philly. There's they. And no offense to Pacers fans, if Oladipo's there, that's a whole different story. But uh, in a, in a in a in I mean in a game yeah I think they could beat any of those teams sure, they, they play so well together mm-hmm. as a team uh, I can think great they could defensively do it. but in a series when you get to play a team three straight times you're gonna wear them down you're gonna get tendencies you're gonna see who's hot it's it's a I, I think that's talent's gonna yep gonna overwhelm um, okay all right so that's uh, we've got that for the East and the West. Um, this can get exciting too, especially the middle. The the middle in the West, it was like this last year too. That that could change a lot. Um, right now, you've you got go, Golden State. You go if you go all the way down to you know New Orleans at thirteen. I mean, they're only six games out of a playoff spot. That's I mean, you got a lot of teams to jump, but it's, I mean, that's not a, that's not that many. Yeah, and, and yeah, I'm, they're very unlikely. And probably so is Dallas, and probably so is Minnesota. Yeah, they're definitely unlikely. It's it's going to be it's going to be Sacramento and L.A. And with so so let's be honest. The real question in this is, it with LeBron back, will the Lakers get back in the playoffs? And your answer is well, I you know my answer is yes. <laughs> okay, so but but okay, so say for one second that you're objective about the Lakers. <laughs> I'm okay, so. And, and being honest, so being objective about the Lakers, I'm going to tell you, I'm still going to tell you yes, because it took a while for this team to gel. Before LeBron got hurt, I think they were on a five-game winning streak or or had won five out of the last six, something like that. Yeah. They were playing really well together. And he leaves for, what was it, almost almost four weeks. It was basically a month. Yeah. And that team, that team got away from what they were doing with him and then throw him back into it, it's it's relearning that again. It's going to take a while for him to gel back up. But when they do, you're going to see him bump back up. I, I think there's no doubt in my mind. They're three games back right now. I see it. It's not going to be a problem. I would like to say I don't see that just to mess with you, but I do. I agree with you. Um, the uh, <laughs> I, Just because, you know, the, the Clippers traded um, the Clippers traded Tobias Harris, 
and he was he was there. They have actually a really nice roster. I I would like to actually see them make the playoffs, but um, they started really strong and they haven't been that good the last month or two. Um, and then they traded the guy who was playing best for them. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, whether they can kind of find a new identity after Tobias Harris leaves. And you know, I think they're still a pretty good team actually, but. Um, I can see them kind of slipping out of that last because they're in the eighth spot right now. They're in that very last spot. And you have Sacramento, who's interesting because they're, you know, this is their first winning season so far in a long time. Um, they're they're still young. They're, st- you know, a lot of new faces still together for the last, only the last year or two. They still probably have some things to figure out, but they're 30 and 27 right now, and they're, you know, a game out of a playoff spot. So, it's not, you know, I, it could be one of those young teams that, that, you know, is a year ahead like that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they maybe they play really well these last few weeks and listen, listen, these last months. Listen, listen how they start off, okay, coming out of – coming off of this, uh, coming out of the All-Star weekend. Golden State, Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Milwaukee. That's pretty Ouch. rough. Yeah, that's, that's Sacramento's. That's, yeah, that's Sacramento coming out. So I can see Sacramento dropping below the Lakers by the time by the time they're done with that four game series because the Lakers are uh, the Lakers are coming out. They got Houston, New Orleans, Memphis, uh, and then New Orleans again. And all of those games honestly are winnable for them. I mean, except yeah. for Houston, maybe Houston's probably uh, a definitely a better team. But the Pelicans. I mean, they're not that great. No. Uh, nope. Um, I mean, don't get well, me wrong. Anthony Davis is probably my – I think Anthony Davis is the best all-around player in the NBA right now. But that's still – you need more than just AD. Yeah. Put Boogie back in there again. That would have been fun. <laughs> um, it's really hard to say because, you know, I can see – so what about this? So San Antonio is the seventh seed. Do you see them – do you see them staying in the playoffs? I mean, they're. I I can I never take San Antonio out of anything. They're they're it's it, it's a it's a pop pops team. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any Popovich coach team. I don't care who's on the team. They're gonna f- they'll they'll find a way to win. I I'm biased to the to you Greg love, Popovich yeah, and the Spurs Pop. the way you are with with LeBron yeah. and Lakers. And they so. gotta listen to this. I mean, besides the Raptors, who they start with, <laughs> New York, Brooklyn. Detroit, that's a. I mean, to end the month of February, that's a pretty, pretty uh, cakewalk schedule. I like right there. that. Yeah, I like that for them. Um, and that's big. Come getting out of the gate on fire, that that helps. I, that's what I mean. Only looking at the first three, four games, but that's that's big. Mm-hmm. Going into the rest of the season, coming out of this break, winning a few games, getting your team in the right path. That's where the bottom of these leagues are gonna. That's where the bottom of these divisions are gonna come up. Yeah, I feel like because we said you know it's 24, 25 games left for most teams. It's it's time you know you 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 kind of hit the reset button. Everybody sits around for a few days and gets healthy, and then you know teams are really starting to think about what they need to do to make a playoff push. You know what kind of changes might need to be done. Um, you know with lineups or uh, you know guys minutes or something like that by the way they said today that the Warriors are going to start playing Boogie some more minutes um he was on a minutes restriction before the all-star break take a phenomenal team and this it's this is just ridiculous (laughs) it's ridiculous it's so much fun to watch though it um yeah it it's 
it was fun to see to see Brooklyn. It was fun to see Golden State kind of falling off a little bit, you know, getting tired of winning almost is what it seemed like. And when Boogie came back, it like breathed fresh air back into that team. And they are unstoppable. That team is that team is unstoppable. There's no way what team is there a team out there that can beat them? I, there's no nobody. I don't think in a 7 game series. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, it, it 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 would be it'll be so interesting to see who matches up with them. Who's playing the best basketball during the playoffs from the East, whether it's Milwaukee, Toronto, um, you know, or any one of the other teams. Th- those are the two most solid-looking teams so far to this point in the season. You know, you have your your Boston and your Philadelphia that could very well come out of the East, but um, it looks right now like it, it's probably Milwaukee or Toronto. And if it's them against Golden State, I don't know. That's interesting. I would rather see Milwaukee, but I Toronto might be a better team top to bottom. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, there's some really interesting now, you know, there are going to be some things moving around and stuff. Like I said, the middle of this West, you have uh, Oklahoma City is the third seed right now, and they're four games back of Golden State. And then you have a three-game gap, and then you have Portland. And then Houston are a game apart. Utah's another game apart. San Antonio's right there with Houston. Or, or San Antonio's right there with Utah. So there's like from really from number four seed Portland to Sacramento at nine, you know, there's only a four-game gap there. So um, a lot of stuff can happen there. And, you know, especially with like Utah, San Antonio, the Clippers, those are the teams that are in it right now. They have looked at times this year – like they could fall apart at any time, and um, so I don't know. It, it's just gonna be it's gonna be fun, and that's what I'm really excited about is that last couple weeks when teams are either vying for position in the the one of those last couple spots in the playoffs or trying to get home court advantage. That that four or five sure. uh, line, you know, um, in, in that you know the the four five and three six matchups are usually pretty exciting. And then the other ones are kind of just – you kind of know what's going to happen. But um, I don't know. I'm just getting excited about the playoffs. It's kind of right around re- the corner, man. That was really boring for everybody to listen to. But it was – It's uh, right around the corner. It's just exciting for it's me. It's right around the corner. So, anyway, okay. So, we do our big three. Our, our NBA theme every week is the big three. We covered number one, All-Star Weekend. Number two, we covered uh, the standings right now, the playoff picture right now. The third thing is – I've got to hear our, our number three for the big three. I've got to hear the story that you have about a, a fan, a ridiculous, uh, unreasonable yes. fan yes. Um, that you met so, up with and had a, had a, a spirited debate with. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting in a restaurant uh, in Columbus, uh, having a, having a chat, uh, you know, about basically about nothing. And behind me, I keep hearing this guy talking about Allen Iverson and he just talking about how terrible he is, and he had a tell. He, My he, man. He's got a tell. I got a tell. I got, he's got a tell. You can stop it every time. And I finally turned around because, you know, you know when, you're at a, when you're at a game and that guy's running his mouth and he's cracking you up and you're like, dude, you, everything you're saying makes no sense. So I turn around. I finally turn around and look at this guy, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Now, he was with our little group of people, so it wasn't like I was talking to a stranger. Okay, that's good. Uh, I'm like, what? Now, it was the first time I ever met the guy still, but I, what are you talking about? Well, AI, I could stop AI right now. I could stop him. I'm 30. I could stop him. He had a tell. I said, he had a tell. I said, 
only had one move, too. One move. What are you going to do? One move. I said, obviously, nobody can stop it. What do you need another one for? No defense. Then then all of a sudden, it's, it comes down to no defense. <laughs> it's not the fact that he's the only one in the world that has ever that, – that can cross over – not the only one in the world, but he's, you know, got the best crossover of maybe of all time or one of the best and, and gets props for it all the time. And nobody could guard him because he would throw up 30. Well, they can guard, you know, other people were being guarded in those years. Now I got this guy telling me that it's the defense. So it wasn't AI that was really good. It was the defenses that were really bad. So how come everybody in the league wasn't, wasn't averaging 30 points a game? Yeah, the, the, the defense argument has been that. has been I the argument for the it's for the 80. casual at best NBA fan or the or the NBA hater that actually doesn't watch any basketball, any NBA yeah. basketball. It's not the eighties. For the years, 80s was it's been the last that. time defense was played. All right, so it was in the you know mid nineties to early two thousands. You know what? There was still some D being played. Who played defense? He played against the glove. Oh, Gary, oh, the glove. That's uh, eh. Well, okay, he played against the glove. How about Bruce Bowen? I mean, you go on, there's hundreds. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen, uh, Michael Jordan. Got, there was yeah. plenty of guys that were great defenders. And uh, so now I'm getting excited again thinking about this because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I can't – I can't understand where the worst part about it was. Let's go up in the room. I, th- this is the argument, guys, I can't argue with. This this is, uh, I had to throw my hands up in the air. Because as soon as he'd start talking, I wait for him to get done. And he said he could stop Allen I or he said Allen Iverson only had one move. And I'd be like, well, why did he need any? And then before I could finish, I'm getting bounced on top of. <laughs> this dude jumped up, put his coat on, and is talking down at me, yelling at me. <laughs> and I'm like, I, can't, I turn around and look at everybody that I'm with. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't argue with that. Like, I can't even talk to him. And then he sits down, takes his coat off, and I turn back around, and he jumps up and starts yelling at me again. So, wait. How can I argue with you if you won't let me talk to you? Was putting on – was standing up and putting on his coat some sort of, like, power move or Dude, something? I have no idea. What was that about? I don't know. He, was he sat down and took it back off? Yeah. He was cracking me up all night. That's weird. You just put your coat on in the middle of a conversation was, and take I it think, back off. I think his ride was getting ready to leave, and he kept wanting to get up and leave, but he couldn't because he was in the middle of it. So sounds like his ride probably wanted to leave him there. <laughs> I think they might. I think they might have actually. It's you, you. You did the right thing. I'm sure you. I'm sure you couldn't help yourself, and you and you you kept the, the conversation going. Um, but but you you at least at one time said, you know what. You're unreasonable. Oh no, it wasn't that. Are you kidding? I had a, I had a I had a group of people around me. I I played it off. I had to I had to be the funny guy. Yeah. So I just threw my hands up and be like, "You're impossible." I can't. How you talk to? It? And I look at somebody else. How you talk to a guy like that? And then everybody, <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, that's a real thing. And though. everybody else started laughing. So it was you know it, it made it it made it all much better. But come on, you could stop AI. Thirty six. You're thirty six years old. You couldn't stop AI right now. Much less back in the day when he was in his mid twenties. No. Give him another ten years, you still won't stop him. The worst part was he was a Sixers fan. <laughs> That's so weird. I I've <laughs> never, I can't imagine. I don't know how many. Look, I'm a Reds fan, and I wasn't a big fan of Adam Dunn. But different story, though. I mean, you're not talking about one of the top three players in the franchise in the Reds history. Franchise history, exactly. Yeah. Where AI, Man. I mean, you could legit put him as one or two. Yeah. Yep. Um. Man, that's that's crazy to think. I yeah, those we've talked about fans so much, and just the fans that are that just don't 
that don't know how to reason legitimately yeah. don't have any type of like don't have any type of uh conversation skills or social skills or whatever it takes to to have an actual intelligent conversation now look i get excited when i get talking about things you do but you're you're but you can like you know when okay now I'm getting silly. I take a breath, and you realize you're you're just being right. silly sometimes. I can, I can, yeah. And you really don't. And you know, I can also, sometimes you can say things, and you don't really mean them. You're just being silly for the conversation. Exactly. Or for the I argument. do it with LeBron all the time. But right. But but you are uh, you actually can develop a a reasonable thought though about <laughs> about things in a in a real manner. And then, um, and then he told me Reggie Miller was the greatest three-point shooter of all time, and there was nobody that could ever come close. And I said, how about the guy who's actually the yeah. greatest three-point shooter, Steph Curry? And then right back to <laughs> oh, defense geez. again. Oh, Reggie. Now, Reggie played the same time. Mark, remember this. Reggie played the same time as AI. Well, maybe not the exact same time. A little but before. A before. little before. Not a lot. He still played in that 90s range. Okay, either way. they played, They played. All I'm saying is – he was saying that Reggie always had a defender on him and always had a hand in his face, and Steph never does. Steph took more threes and and has a, like, 40 points more – sorry, 40 points, 40 point higher three-point percentage than Reggie all time. You know what that guy said? Well, he took more shots. Yeah, and he made more. That should make it – That, should, that makes it even more difficult. More impressive, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't talk about this guy anymore. I'm gonna throw something. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, okay. So let's move on from that. Um, we 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 covered basketball. It's you know the the rest of the season is going to be exciting. We'll have plenty more about the NBA, and we'll start talking uh, pretty soon about college basketball because. March Madness right around the corner. I mean, we got uh, we got three. I mean, Xavier played a game today. They've got three games left in the season. Two of those are against St. John's. Uh, Xavier's win against Seton Hall tonight might have might have uh, at Seton Hall might have. I don't know how much it did for Xavier, but it might have helped knock Seton Hall out of contention <laughs> to make the. And I don't mean to put Xavier down. I love Xavier, but it's just it's, that it's that year, man. I'm it, a Xavier fan. I understand. It what's is. Going I was on. look. It looks like that. I mean, the Big East might only get like three teams in right now. Yes. Right now, uh, I mean, they're talking four, but you know, it, to be honest, uh, three, four, five, and six are all right there together, and none of them have re- are really impressing anybody. If they keep – they're going to play each other the rest of the year, and if they keep, be- you know, beating each other, nobody's going to emerge as, you know, a, 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 a team that can win enough to – unless somebody goes on a – you know, one of those middle-tier teams goes on a big run in the Big East uh, tournament. But I don't know. Um, but – yeah, I mean that that Seton Hall that uh, that's a that's a tough loss for Seton Hall. That so St. John's is seven and six. Seton Hall is now seven and seven. Georgetown six and seven. Butler six and seven. Xavier six and eight. That eight loss spot is going to be the killer because yeah. you got your last three games are against St. John's, Villanova, and St. John's. And St. John's is a good team. They've they already are good. beat Villanova. They are good. You know why they're good? Because they're coached by uh, one of your favorite players <laughs> of all you. time. Thank you. <laughs> the greatest Seattle. <laughs> the great Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> the greatest Indiana Pacer. And Golden State Warrior. Greatest. Whoever he plays greatest for. Golden I, State I can just Warrior. see him in yellow, and I can't think of who the hell he's playing for. That's why I said Seattle at first. Greatest <laughs> shooter in Golden State Warrior history. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I could name four on this team. <laughs> <laughs> I could name two on this team, but yeah. I don't know. I think I might put KD, KD. above him. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, back um, to it. Back to it. Okay, so <laughs> so, uh, so 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 what we're saying is that uh, we're not going to do too too much with uh, with the NCAA college, ball, college right. basketball until we get uh, into conference tournaments. Yes, and that's when that's when March Madness starts to me. Conference 100%. tournaments, conference tournaments. That conference tournament weekend is just as fun as the actual uh, NCAA tournament. Thank you. Um, okay, so. We will move on from basketball for folks who don't like it. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't like basketball, I don't know how much you're going to like this podcast. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's plenty of other stuff going on. Um, there were, you know, the only thing really big football related is the uh, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed settled their collusion case lawsuit with yeah. the NFL out yeah. of court. I mean, yeah. we're not allowed to know anything no. about it really, so yeah. not a whole lot to talk about there. Um, in in uh, we never talk about like boxing or MMA, and I'm kind of a fan of both. Um, but uh, George St. Pierre, you know George St. Oh, Pierre, yeah. GSP. Um, he uh, I know him very retirement. well actually. Do you? Yeah. I actually he called me and uh you know was kind of you know talking to me you know throwing some things by me about possibly retiring two years ago, and I told him hang in there for another couple of years, bro. You get yourself a couple more mil and you'll be all right. Yeah. He he went through that uh, thing where he was the champ and he couldn't handle it. He was having some, I think, mental stuff, uh, and he was off for a few years. And then he came back and won the title again and then fought, like, one other time. And um, since then, he's been kind of like – it's like a year in between yeah. fights. So now he's uh, – GSP. He's, he's done. Adios. He's done. Uh, I mean, an all-time name? great. Oh, all-time uh, great from, in MMA. Uh, and, you know, the, uh, UFC, when UFC – really first came on the scene back you know uh 10 12 93 i think it was i mean i mean when, when it got big when zufa bought them and right yeah, Dana when White it took really over. got big was yeah. like uh, uh 2000 you know 10 10 15 years early ago. 2000s yeah. and that's uh that's when things got big and, and gsp was at the you know he wasn't at the beginning of that but he kind of came in you know rich franklin and then he was kind of that next that next tier that came in after the rich franklin era and and he was great for a long time. Mm-hmm. He ended up beating because uh, Matt Hughes was the welterweight Hughes, uh, yeah. title holder for a long time, beat a bunch of guys, and uh, and then GSP was finally the guy that he couldn't beat. And uh, GSP was kind of one of those like that new wave of new athlete in MMA because you had like just like brute wrestlers like Matt Hughes and Randy Couture and those right. kind of guys, or just like great. Um, that's going to sound awesome on the podcast. I, know, I, I can't wait. To to <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but yeah, you had, you had those like guys who specialized mostly in one style and then they, they incorporated other, you know, they trained everything, but they were, you know, base wrestlers or base boxers or whatever. And, um, and GSP was one of those guys who came out and was like really good at everything and a super duper athlete. And he kind of like started this new wave that, you know, we saw Anderson Silva then after that and John Jones. And we've got a, a bunch of guys now that are like superstar athletes and they're not like pigeonholed to one style. It's like right. you're, you're, you know, really well-rounded. You're actually a mixed martial, martial artist. artist. We, we were not planning on talking any mixed martial arts. Yeah, today. We got a good five minutes I just in. Threw it in there. Yeah. 
Um, but so, hey, when you're running the show, brother, you do what you want. <laughs> the next thing, okay, I mean, actually, we're I do got, MMA corner from now on every time. No, we're I got something for you because we talked about last week. We talked about dreams. Yes, and uh, and you said you were going to start a dream catalog or a dream diary or a well, dream you suggested book. that. <laughs> All right, yeah, maybe I did suggest it. Either way, uh, so my question for you is: since last Wednesday, have you had a dream that you remember that was crazy? I did. I took your advice and I yes. wrote it down. That a boy. Good so, for you. So it was Saturday. Well, su- probably Sunday morning. Uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, I I did have a dream that I was like, I woke up and, you know, remembered it right away. And I'm like, man, that was weird. I got to write that down so I can talk about it. My dream. Let's hear it. I can't wait for this. Out of, out of nowhere. I have not right? heard this, by the way. I purposely told him not to tell me so I can have first reaction to it. I'm excited for you to, to hear this because everything about this dream is like you're going to be like, that is so Adam Schmidt. Oh, yeah. All okay. Right. But awesome. there are a couple odd things in there that yeah. kind of make it a little some funny. Some dogs, some outdoors, a couple some... <laughs> fires. <laughs> no, no, not sarcastically. It just oh, really it is. These okay. things really are, <laughs> okay, really are me. So – Suddenly, I'm in this bakery, okay? That's not out of the ordinary. I, donuts yep. are like a top three favorite food for me. Um, suddenly, I'm in this bakery. It's a bakery I'm not familiar with, okay? Okay. But I'm there to get a donut or two. Who is also there? My boss. Why not? Because she's going to buy my donut. Perfect. She's buying me a donut at yeah. this at this bakery. You've been working hard. I don't know where the bakery was. I was it I, Buskin. It like was you, not you Buskin. Buskin, or, Buskin or is St. my Lawrence? favorite bakery. Is not St. Lawrence. That's it was my a, favorite bakery. Okay, St. Lawrence Bakery. Uh, excellent choice. Uh, a bakery I've never seen before. Okay, all right. But man, I'm looking in that glass case. You better believe some of the most delicious, some of the most delicious looking donuts I've seen. Quick pause. Quick yeah. pause. Favorite donut. Oh gosh, that's so hard. It's simple. Chocolate covered glazed. Give me a yeah. glazed donut with chocolate on top. Done. That's I'm, up there. I'm done. Krispy uh, Kreme makes a delicious one, but we used to have a a little a little uh, a little donut shop in Delhi. I'm pointing the opposite way of where it actually would have been. <laughs> it would have been over there. Uh, we 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 had a little donut shop there, and I used to have the the girl that worked behind the counter when I was in high school. I'd tell her, I'd be like, hey. Grab a couple of them glaze, go in the back, throw some chocolate on them, and I get, I get my, Is that I get so? some, I get some good chocolate covered hey, glaze. Hey man, yeah. look at you. Um, see, it helps to be this outgoing, friendly guy. You get some perks for that. That's right. right. Chocolate covered glaze from a real bakery. So speaking of, of that, cream. Anyway, go ahead. When you are the opposite of that, and you are, <laughs> you are quiet and meek and a pushover, you get skipped in line. That's what you do. Oh, is and that's that what, what happened, happened to me? The, oh, in the in the dream, you get you get skipped in line, and and it's 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 my fault, and I knew it was happening while it was happening, but I was because I was so indecisive about mm-hmm. what donut. Also, a staple, an Adam Schmidt staple. Yeah, indecisive, uh, won't step up, won't yeah. step up and and make some noise. Hey, I'm in line next. Yeah, yeah. it's my turn. Yeah, nope, nope. You know how many times that's happened to me? Um. Many many cases over the years, I'm um, I'm maybe in line and somebody's like just kind of goes ahead and steps in for either they know it or they don't know it, and I'm like, <laughs> eh, you know, I'll live. That's okay. Yeah, good uh, for that's, you. Be fi- pick pick and choose your battles. You know? Sure. 
If if you're not in a hurry or something's not going on for you, then yeah, it is. What you it know, is. even if I am in a hurry, I'm probably not going to say anything. Because when that stuff happens to me, I don't say anything either. I I kind of giggle, but I do giggle and I look at the person behind the counter and just kind of laugh and point at them from behind their back, like, "Look at this crazy fool! <laughs> yeah. What do you think you're doing, dog?" <laughs> <laughs> so so that's what basically that's what happened is it, it was like a it was like a five or ten minute stretch where I'm just looking in this glass case. I'm trying to decide because they look so good. Oh my gosh, they look so good. And and trying to decide like when I go to Buskin in real life. I, I'm like, I go in there. I'm like, okay, one donut, Adam. That's all you need. It's gonna, fill, it's gonna fill you up fine. It's gonna, and you're not gonna feel sick and feel terrible afterward when you would normally eat three or four. Okay, uh, so I'm like, one donut is enough. Okay, one donut's all you need. Walk in there. I look with my eyeballs and I say, uh, three donuts, please. <laughs> and because there's no way they can there's look no that chance. good, no. and I can only get one of those no. things. Um, so I'm indecisive. I'm too meek to, uh, speak up when other people step in line in front of me yep. and go ahead. Um, and, uh, and I was, I was there with my boss who was buying me, uh, a did your, donut. Did your boss say anything to you about, Hey, how about, uh, get your act together or anything? I, the only thing I remember about that, I don't think she said anything, but I, I feel like she, um, had already, had already got the donuts that she wanted and was waiting for me. So then that's another thing is I can't stand when people have to wait for me for yes. anything. Yes. So it's like I'm like it's making me nervous and it's giving me all kinds of anxiety because I can't make a decision number 1 on what donut and and number 2 because I'm making someone wait for me and number 3 because I have all these other people and that's the other thing too is as as other people, like two or three people stepped in front of me yeah. to, to, to order donuts because I just wasn't ready to make a decision. As they're doing that, they're all ordering like dozens of donuts. So all of these <laughs> all of these donuts that I'm like, are I'm thinking like, man, it's either this one or this one. Those people are buying up the rest of those donuts. <laughs> so the selection is dwindling really quickly in front of my eyes. And, and it was it was uh, I guess it was a nightmare. That that would be a night. I would consider that a nightmare. You know what I did when I woke up? What? I yeah. went to Buskin and got donuts. Did you? That a boy. Good for you. Sure did. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. When, now I, look. when I look in a donut case, though, I don't usually go, oh, look at all these crazy donuts. I go, I'll take a glaze and two chocolates. That's what I do every You're time. You're a simple guy. I don't care where I'm at. I get a glaze and two chocolates. Let's get out. But there are there are several different types of glazed. There are several different types of chocolate. I want your regular old everyday glazed. Okay. Unless it's some nasty bakery that's got like that doesn't have doesn't look good, good. glaze, then I'm done. I don't need that. Sure. I like uh, a, I like a good cinnamon twist every now and then. A cinnamon twist, okay. Mm-hmm. Glaze twist, a tiger the, tail. That's, oh, that's no, oh St. Lawrence Bakery, killer, best there is. Good I, tiger tail. Oh yeah. Good tiger tail, St. Oh, yeah. Lawrence Bakery. Yep. Ooh. Big time. Big I, gotta time. Hit up, I got I haven't had St. Lawrence Bakery in years. What? I gotta hit that oh, up. Oh dude, I go by there all the time and get I'm donuts. never that way in the morning when it's open. Yeah, yeah, I guess because I, 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 I drive through there to get to work. So okay. I just take a slight detour to get to it. Yeah. Man. I St. Lawrence Bakery, big uh fan of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Yes. Um if you if you could uh start a delivery service, maybe. I'd, I'd, I'd order Dude, from you if you delivered. It. You get the Postmates or Uber Eats. Just put Are they it on. on. Don't you have to be, like, uh, like registered on Uber Eats or something? Yeah, or something man, like just tell them what You just tell them where to go and about how much it's going to cost, and then they go do it, and then they charge you when they go buy it. Huh. 
Yeah. I've never used one of those services. Oh, Have you yeah. used it? Dude, you kidding me? Somebody going to bring me food, bring me whatever I want? Yeah. <laughs> I've I been thinking that, about it boy. lately. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, I use that thing. Oh, man. Look, yeah, I, I could use I'm some... not a big social media guy, but I'm big on letting <laughs> other people do stuff for me. <laughs> I will on use a delivery app. I will use a delivery <laughs> app. I don't know if I'm going to use a social media app, but I'll use a delivery <laughs> app, goddammit. Oh, hey, pardon speaking, my language. Uh, speaking of, gosh darn it, you are on Twitter at SickWitit. Uh, okay, and and you mentioned Adam Schmidt forty four earlier. Um, now there's there's really one more big thing that we wanted to talk about today, and that is Manny. Where, how are we on time, by the way? Fifty two. Oh, nice. Um, we can we can do ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes yeah. on this thing and wrap it up. Manny Machado signed the I think it was technically like the second biggest deal ever uh, behind Stanton's from a ten years, years three hundred million. Ten years, three hundred million. We've been waiting. Have for you the noticed? Shoe to drop. We've been. I've been telling you that everybody's been waiting for these guys to sign since he signed. One guy. No. Has it no. been one guy? No. I was gonna say it's been like I've seen seven or eight today. Really? Yeah. There's been a ton of guys going. out I saw today. Josh Harrison sign a one-year deal. A one year with the Tigers. One. That's the only one. Why I is think he I signing saw. a one-year deal? Because he's buying his time. Because he's waiting for the Reds to get rid of all these guys they just brought in on so one-year deal. So he can come back deals. to Cincinnati. So he can come back to Cincinnati. Um. So yeah. So so Machado signs a ten-year. Um. Uh, Josh Harrison signs a one year, so I guess our our average uh, average <laughs> contracts are being signed for five years now uh, <laughs> of the two that have been signed. I didn't I didn't get to see everybody who signed today, but uh, the big one obviously is Machado. Manny Machado. All right, so so are the Padres for real? What why why the Padres? Is he is he think that the Padres can possibly be for real, or is my man just going for cash and that's it? Bottom line, which which obviously isn't it, because apparently he turned down more money from uh, some other places. I heard Chicago, one general maybe. manager that was extremely the, upset. Is he the one who the white? Was, yeah, the white. The white Sox. Sox. He actually came out. He was Machado. very upset yep. about about the fact that they didn't sign him and said that he they offered him uh, a more competitive contract than what he got. So is it for real, or is he just want to stay in Cali? I'll tell you what. I mean. Cool. Dude, just being in San Diego. San Diego is the nicest weather city in the entire universe. It's like 68 and sunny every day every or 72 day. and sunny every day. Every day. It, it is. And uh, so I that has to be part of it. I'm sure the money has to be part of it. I, I can't imagine the White Sox offered a lot more than that, though. Um, so maybe it is. It probably is being – in California, he probably w- wants to be in a place like that. He played in L.A. last year. He got he got a taste of that kind of uh, that kind of weather and everything. Um, so it's big money in a, in a nice place. You're gonna play, you know, half your half your summer in the nicest city in the country. So, so is that it? Nobody's signing. No, you, these big guys don't care about winning. Well, we already know Machado doesn't because he <laughs> he's a punk. But um, no, that that's not true. It's he's. He was he's the best all around player that still had to sign a contract or that that you know signed that was a free agent this summer and um, I don't know I mean his he chose San Diego now San Diego has one of the best farms they're not great right now they have one of the best farm systems though right now you hear a lot of people talking that they San Diego really believes 
in three years that they are going to be legit. And and that just sped it up for them a little bit, I think. You know, they've got their – I think their top prospect is uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., who is a shortstop. Mm-hmm. So it's going to depend – Machado, if he decides he wants to play shortstop in San Diego, they're going to have to switch Tatis to – to third base, uh, probably. I mean, Machado, but, Machado played a ton of third over the last yeah. two years. I don't think he's got a problem with that. Uh, and it saves it saves a little bit on the uh, on the body playing yeah. at third. He's a, right. He's a, he's a Gold Glove third baseman. I mean, he's a, he's an he's an outstanding defender, and has hit the heck out of the ball. He's hit like twenty eight home runs over the last three years, or something like that. And he's I mean he's he's a very nice player. Um, not very likable, but a very very good player. Yes. He's probably not going to make them a – I don't think he alone makes them a playoff contender this oh, year. Oh, no, no, no. That team is not good. So so it will it will take at least two, three years, something like that, for them to – It's going to be interesting to see. I just don't understand it. I feel like if I'm signing a big contract, I'm looking at farm system, yes, but I'm looking at a team that's ready to win. You know, he's – what is he, 26 or, or is he 28? He's 28? I think he's 28. 28 I mean he's got four four really 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 good years left sure and I don't want the end of that to be when my team gets good I want to get there and I want my best seasons I want to be an MVP candidate when I'm in the playoffs because that's my best chance at winning an MVP I don't want to have my best years of being an MVP candidate being on one of the worst teams in the league you got no chance at winning it unless you put up an Alex Rodriguez year and you're juiced up on steroids (laughs) like he was in Texas yeah um, I he's you know he's gonna be there ten years, so they got a long way to go. Yeah, to, but I'm uh, talking about in your prime, your time yeah. that you know you feel you have the best opportunity at these things. Yep, yep. But I mean, we've seen some of these baseball players go into their mid 30s and kind of stay into their prime. You know, I it, it he could have a he could have another six. You know, he could have another six years where he's where he's like in his prime and he's one of the better players in the league. 28 to 32. That's your that's it, man. I mean, I'm not saying that's it. There are guys that are great after that. I'm just saying if you want to take what you are almost guaranteed to be great at, the years you're going to be great. You know those are for a guy like him. You know you've got four excellent years. Do mm-hmm. you have more than that? Maybe, but maybe not. In maybe baseball, your body starts deteriorating. In maybe. baseball it's more likely though that you that your you can still be who, a big time player who can into ten, your thirties. I, I hate doing that. Like you put somebody on the spot. Who to name me one guy who's done that? <laughs> I hate when people do that in an argument. Like I wasn't prepared for this argument. I don't know off the top of my head. Don't ask me that question. Tomorrow I could give you like fifty people <laughs> yeah. that were great from thirty four to forty. But no, I I mean you you take like a Barry Bonds out or or you know the the few the one percent. And that's what Machado is. He, I mean, at this point in time, but I just don't know if it's. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just think you got four guaranteed, really, really, really good years. Find a team that you're going to be good on. That's going to be good with you. Well, they might. If everything plays out the way they expect, the farm system, all their prospects to come up and and be as good as they think they're going to be. It's going to be you know those guys and Machado. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be the centerpiece and. Um, He'll hopefully get his head on straight and and help out those younger guys and uh, help them figure out how to be good major league baseball players and we'll see. Padres Padres might be great in a couple of years and it might take him longer than that and he might be he has he has an opt out 
after five years. So wow, after five, after five years, Man, yeah, that's a different. Uh, it that's is different. A, that's a little different. I haven't heard that. Yep. But after five, so if he's unhappy, so how much longer till Bryce Harper signs? Uh, it's got to be what this weekend, maybe early think, next week or something. And like then Keuchel's got to be the next one, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would think. Are the Reds still he in and it Kimbrough for are the two best of the two next best I guys? I don't care about it. We don't need another guy out of the bullpen. I'm talking about starting pitchers. Do the Reds have a chance? Or do you think the Reds are still in the Craig Kimbrell? Uh, Dallas Free eight, Dallas. I just said I can't stand it. <laughs> I just said we don't need another guy in there, Chris. I and I Dallas didn't mean Keuchel, yeah. uh, uh, sweepstakes. Yeah, and I didn't mean Kimbrell for the Reds. I just meant he's. I know you did next I know, best, but I, know, I, for anybody. Um, I I don't. The more I hear, the less I think that they are. You know, because they they did bring in three new uh, starting pitchers this year, um, so they're in a much better position than they were. And even after that, I I was thinking they still might be, but. The closer we get to, as we and you mentioned this to me last night when we were talking, it's you know your pitchers and catchers reported last week. It, it's we're there. It, it, spring training is spring underway. Here. They have their first game, I think, this Saturday yeah. already. So it's like you know you your team has to start taking shape now. You got a little time. You got, today's you got today's the twentieth, and like I said a few weeks ago, uh, last year J.D. Martinez signed on the twenty sixth of February. Over under on Bryce Harper the twenty sixth of February. Yeah, that's uh, that's Tuesday. So yeah, I th- I think he signs by then or right around then. It's just so late. It's just so late. I, I don't I don't it like is. it. I don't like it if I'm a team. You know he's working out though. You know he's working out I every got no day. Problem he's hitting, with that. and just, that's all anybody's doing right now anyway. Yeah. That's all anybody's doing. But um, I think he'll be ready. He'll be ready to. Uh, you know, he'll be ready to sign his. Now, is his contract going to be exactly the same? Is it going to be a little bit bigger? I'm hearing maybe a little bit bigger. His his target and Scott Boris is He's his young, agent too. Boris is his agent. He's younger, number one. Then by how than much? Machado. I think he's only like 24 years old. He's the only. Tw- no way, is he? He, he got he got drafted out of high school and came up in yeah. two years. He was he was 19 when he I came mean, up. I mean, he's four or five years That's into right. the league, so I would say he's 24, 25 years old. Yep. Uh, I mean, the kid is the and and he's a raking. The kid when he gets on fire, the kid can rake, mm-hmm. and he's got power. He's cocky still. He's a lot like that Machado. Some people can't stand him. Even teammates can't stand him. But uh, defensively, he's he's a good defender in right field. I mean, he's not the defender that Machado is, but he's definitely an above average defender by far. He was he was bad last year, but before that, he, he had was, a bad year. I don't know what happened to Bryce Harper last year. Yeah, I mean, this guy was talked about as being. I mean, the year because he only hit like two forty or yeah, something too, the, right? He he could have been the he could have been the MVP two years ago, and you know I don't know if he he fell in love with the long ball or what happened to him, but he had just a for a guy going into free agency, that's usually when you see them break out, and he did not. Uh, which you know maybe he gets less than Machado, but I just think because of the fact of his age. That he'll he'll get a few more he'll get a couple more bones plus Boris is his agent that dude's a that dude's a shark. Yep. So he'll sign he'll probably sign ten years somewhere right ten years. So. Why would anybody sign and you can't sign somebody more than that? I mean I guess you could right or is there no a, you, no no you can I'm just saying how, that would be the dumbest thing you I I, I don't know ten, I think ten years is ridiculous I, I think they kind of you did. go over five I think five years is what I would if I'm a if I'm a if I'm an, in ownership. I want to give somebody. I don't want to give anybody more than five years. I would be the same way, but 
if you have a chance to get a, a, a major impact guy and you're at a place where you can change your – Let's sign Albert Pujols to a 10-year or whatever, right. and he sucks at and that, the end. Let's sign a guy like A-Rod to all this. He's, you know, at the end of it, well, he wasn't allowed to play. Uh, I, you know, Joey Votto is slowly looking like it, the, you know, he's what five years into his deal, uh, in five more years, it's going to be going, Jesus, we're still paying this dude 28 million, $27 million. Right. Good night. It's, I don't like him. I don't like him. I understand him for, for the player. The player wants it. That's guaranteed. That's, you know, but it, I got to find a way to get out of that. It's always just going to be what the market is obviously. And, and your best players, the precedent has been set. That's the big thing. That's why that's why everybody's been waiting for either Machado or Bryce Harper to sign. And it's because, easier for me to figure out how much they're making per year. <laughs> yes. <that's, laughs> it does simplify the math. Yes, that's important for Ten me too. Ten years, $285 million. Damn, yeah. this dude's making 28.5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Yeah, I agree with you on that because I'm horrible at math. But, um, but anyway, yeah, so I, from what I'm hearing, people are saying they're going to be looking for – a little bit more, a little bit more than what Machado got. So maybe it's 330, maybe it's 350. I heard almost as much as that. Um, maybe it's just uh, just over 325, which I think is what Stanton uh, at the end of his contract is going to end up with. Um, it's just, it, I don't know. But here's so: is it going to be the Phillies? Is it going to be the Giants? Those are the two that I'm hearing more than anybody. Um, I don't know. Is Boy, it, is that White dude, Sox could you imagine swoop in Bruce now? Bochy's final season as manager in San Francisco, and he's got to put up with Bryce Harper? He <laughs> I, might beat Bryce Harper up. I'm, I'm, I, dude, he might literally beat him up. I'm telling you, Drunkle Bruce is what I call him <laughs> because the man looks like he's drunk at all times. Um, Sounds like it too when he's talking to you. Yep, yep. And uh, I actually got a chance to meet him. Yes, I'm you sure did. I told you that. Um, but anyway, so. <laughs> Drunkle Bruce, I'm sure in his mind, he's like, "Are you kidding me? I get to I get to pencil Bryce Harper into my lineup every day." I'm sure that's what he would think about it. But um, until he gets him in his dugout and he's got to put up with that cocky, pompous, I mean, I'm I don't know the guy obviously, but I mean, he gets in fights all the time with his teammates, with the other team. And and Bochy's an old school dude, man. Yeah. I don't know that he's gonna be. I don't know that he'll take too kindly to that cat in his locker room. Well. We'll see. It it would make the Giants, you know, the Giants were bad last year, but the Giants have been the Giants have been really good when I didn't expect them to be that good. So yeah. like they've won the World Series when they weren't the best team in baseball yeah, a few times. For six years they won it every other year. Yeah. And, and I don't think they were the best team in baseball any of those years. I really no, but don't. they had Madison Bumgarner. They did. They did. And they, they had a bunch of guys that just and then played they play, well. And one year they played the Reds in the playoffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um so yeah, and and speaking of the Reds, I didn't mean to to turn it away from that because um, you did ask the question about whether they were in the Dallas Keuchel. That, yes, uh, thing. exactly. But, um, so so maybe jumping back to that real quick is um, I'm I don't feel like they're still going to be in it. Um, now I've heard a few teams mentioned that are still kind of I think I think the Braves, Phillies, I want to say, and somebody else, um, Red Sox maybe or something like that, um, were were kind of teams that have been mentioned, but. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm okay if they don't. I'd be okay if they did, though, if they did sign him, depending on how much money they're going to give him. Because I think the market now is going to be different than what it was when free agency started. Um, I don't think he's going to get quite the same. Um, yeah. I think the I think the guy, Patrick Corbin, was the biggest 
um, starting pitcher free agent signing, and he signed like a I think it was a six year one forty or something like that. So it's probably going to be right See, around I, there. I, that's tough math. That's tough math problem for me. I don't know what well, he's making per year. Either know. way, I mean, even just separate it. Just you know, he's I mean, he's, he's probably going to get five years. He's probably going to be somewhere one twenty to one forty, something like that, right? So um, I don't know. Do you want to give it? Uh, you want to give him that kind of money? Um, that's I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a it's a question for another day. Although if you do, I mean, it's it's different than these trades. So they, the the trades that they made, they made three trades, but they they did sign Sonny Gray to a that was a three year deal, I think. Correct. Right? So everybody else is on a one basically a one year deal right, right now. Right. So, but if you sign Keuchel to say a four or five year deal, then you at least have Sonny Gray and Dallas Keuchel at the top of your rotation to go for the with next Castillo and Stevenson. Yeah, Disclafani or, or Disco, whoever. Sorry, yeah. Stevenson's not that next guy. It would be Disco. Disco, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it would be that would be interesting uh, because really looking long term, most of the moves they've made this year are really just a one year thing. Yeah, they're 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 going out seeing if they can get in playoff contention. If not, they've got some pieces they can move to yep. other teams because Tanner Roark is going to be a guy who other teams are going to want around the trade let trade deadline to get a fourth starter, mm-hmm. which will, he'll be a third or probably a third starter on a lot of really good playoff teams. Um, he'll be a third starter on our team, a fourth starter on good playoff th- teams, I go. think. And then. Um, uh, What's the um, other What's the other fellow's name? Oh, uh, Alex Wood. Alex Wood, yes, yes, yes. Who was the the third starter on a playoff team last yeah, year? Yeah, right. Yep. Um, I don't know. So I don't know. Do you sign Dallas Keuchel? I'd love to sign him. They've got this money. They keep talking about all this money. They haven't. The only signing they've done has been Zach Duke and and Sonny then Gray. Sonny Gray off that trade. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, man. Let's throw some money around. Let's. You know your You know your team can hit. Yep. Let's 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 make that offense feel a little more comfortable, and when they are hitting, you know, get them pumped up because they're winning and hitting instead of having to score ten runs to win a game. So yeah, I, I say I say get in it, try your best, go after them. We need it. Okay. Um, that's I think we're I think we're wrapping it up then. Yeah, that's I'm, I yeah. think we're here. Um, thank you if you watched on Facebook Live. I know we did have some people. You were doing a better job of keeping track of it than I was. Um, I see Jen Schmidt. I see, uh, I see Christo. I see Mark Zeiser. I saw, uh, I see Joe Leonard as always on there. I saw uh, Alex as always on there. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for for uh, checking us out. Um, thank you again. Check us out on CastBox, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, the podcast app. That's right. Um, and you can always go back and watch it again on uh, Facebook uh, after because the, the video stays up there. You can watch it, right? Yeah, you go so, there for like probably f- till forever. Till forever. Or until Mark Zuckerberg says, I think I've had enough of this. Or has he already had enough of it? Has he sold Facebook? Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. No, no I, he hasn't. Because everybody he did like a commercial everybody. Last year. Yeah. So I don't know, but Facebook they'll keep Facebook going. They'll keep developing it for a while. Anyway, okay, that's all. Um, thank you very much uh, for listening. For Christopher James Witt, I am Adam Christopher Schmidt. I'm na- I was named after you, by the way. Even um, though <laughs> you were born first, and I will let you do the honors. Thank don't forget you. to turn your headlights on. Yes. <laughs>